Coming up on TMS, fiddly diddly in the corner. What's in the witcher's pocket? Arrow through the axe hole. Combo meal of kindness. He's a two-hit wonder. Get the F out of my seats! The Yakuza with a dragon tattoo. On Southwest... Nads fly free. No stinky Russell brandiness. Yakuza hitman makes appointment. Don't trust any of those names. Joining the Mile High Club solo. Achy breakies lead to Miley's. Don't be iest. Tramp 64 had the best tramps. Randy hates on Zevon and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. If you ever get super glue on your glasses, do not soak them in acetone. All the cracker barrels. Now picture that, but everywhere. This is the morning stream. Good morning. Welcome to TMS. It is Wednesday, April 6, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson here with Brian Ebbett. Hi, Brian. Hello! Brian is uh, frantically trying to lock in some seats for the right. Multiverse of Madness, which... Uh, F5, 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 yeah, or is yeah. it F4? I can never remember which one is... I think it? it's F5 on PC, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. But you're probably having a Command R this business. I'm, you... command, I'm not even having to do that, because the, the cycling thing just takes me back to the front. At this point, I'm just kind of... Well, let's let's explain what's going on, because <laughs> we've kind of jumped right into it. Uh Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness tickets have gone on sale this morning. Yeah. And uh, AMC Theaters sent me a great email saying, hey, come on, get your, you're an A-list. Come on, get a ticket for you and your entourage member and and come on, come yeah. see the movie. It was them who told, who said to you, come he get said, them. Exactly. And yeah. then they put me in a queue for a couple minutes saying, okay, hold on, we're getting everything ready for you. There are a couple people ahead of you in line, yeah. but you know, yeah. but when we're ready for you, we'll take you. And then they took me, and uh, I'm still in this loop of, oh, pick your seats. All right, hold on. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Sorry, try again. Pick your seats. Yeah, it should let you save. Well, that'd be a nightmare if the whole system's borked, but if they could let you save your session so it knew what seats you had already pre-picked, and then if refreshing all that, all it refreshing should do at that stage is refresh the next point of the purchase, not having to pick your seats all over again. That's my a, my thinking is that system. somebody else is picking the same seats or has already picked the same seats and the system hasn't logged the bin yet. Um, oh, could be so, that. Yeah. yeah. But remember uh, when we were talking about the F seats? Yeah, that the I was F trying seats. to get? Yeah. They, they're sold now. Oh, I don't f- know why. How are people getting in and I can't? You what should, the heck? You should jump up some letters. Go up to the... Um... <laughs> I moved back to J. No, you're back to the Js. Because right. uh, G, H, and I are all like the, the five middle clusters are all taken so i'm going back to you know these are these are uh, uh big uh big theaters i could sit anywhere except the front two rows and be totally fine yeah front if you get way in the front you're you're gonna ruin your neck it won't be good oh god yeah the multiverse yeah. of uh neck pain i saw i think we saw um mission impossible four in those seats it was like one of the first times they had oh geez um yeah, what a what a rough movie to see with, <laughs> with your neck crane. Um, yeah, I think tickets were almost sold out. All that was left was the front row. But this was one of the first times that recliner seats were available. And I was like, oh, well, let's try the front row. You know, it's recliner. We can kind of lay back and watch. Yeah. And no, even with the recliner, you're like... You're still uh, looking side uh, to side. Yeah. Was that the it's one like, with uh, Henry Cavill? Like having battling dentists saying turn your head to the left no can you turn your head to the right no can you turn your head to the left oh that'd be a nightmare i don't want that ever in my life did uh, was that the henry cavill one the fourth one 
Is that the one he was in? Do you remember? Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. So Ghost any, Protocol? <clears throat> I think it was Ghost right? Protocol. If you guys have never yeah. seen Ghost Protocol, or even if you have and you didn't notice, next time you watch it, just watch <laughs> his pocket while he's in the bathroom. Because <laughs> he does this thing right. where he does his arm cock. It's in the trailer as well. And yeah, uh, he's yeah. about to beat up Tom Cruise in the bathroom. And he does it. And when he does it, his shirt goes from a pocketless button down mm-hmm. to almost the exact same shirt, but with a pocket. With a pocket, with a button. And yeah. it's clearly digital and it's clearly kind of a goof. It's a continuity <laughs> goof. And it had, had the pocket not appeared, you'd never even notice there was anything uh, going on. You know, the devil's yeah. advocate here, I've seen people in that movie rip their Tom Cruise face off and it's somebody else underneath. Why couldn't he have a shirt that he does this like <laughs> with his arms and all of a sudden it's got pockets? It's like, now I can beat you up and I have capacity for pens, uh, some business cards. <laughs> right, exactly. A protector. <laughs> can, you, can you have a handkerchief? Yeah, hold on one sec. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Okay, I kind of like that better. That whole world is a better world. <laughs> I'm into it. That's the world. That's the world we want to be in. Yeah, he was actually really good in that. I liked that. He was. Yeah, um, and he didn't have a. And he didn't have a mustache. To, or he did have a mustache, but he didn't have to cover it up. No, in fact, I think was, the yeah. reason they had to cover it up was because yeah. he was filming that. Because of this movie. Yeah. Why didn't they just have him wear a fake mustache? I've never understood that. Oh yeah, like, that's a really good point. Instead of it won't. It don't, it's not like that we're old Hollywood where you got to paint it on or something. Just put on a right. good fake. Right mustache it'll look just like his and then when he's done he goes over to zach's place he can film his superman business right never understood that it was really weird like it's so backwards it's like yeah. which, which is the easier is a thing? pretty easy thing if we've learned anything from the little rascals it's that a mustache is an easy thing to procure yeah. and put on your face yeah what's harder do the mustache fake mustache that looks real mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. can now take off and film your other movie or take the time effort and whatever to grow a real mustache and then not be able to shave it, so the whole CGI team has to come up with a method to make Henry Cavill's lip look normal. Like that's so backwards. Yeah. yeah. Who was in yes. charge? What are you doing? All right. What is the deal? What's what? the deal? Anyway, so we'll keep an eye on this as the show goes on. Brian will yes. give us updates, and uh, we'll see if you get your tickets or not. If there's any point where you say, "Brian, what do you think of that?" and I go, "Huh? What? What?" That's because uh, <laughs> I've decided to move to a new row. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm weighing my options. Oh, well, this one's pretty good. Close to the bathroom. Mm. Is there any chance that this could just end in, in a nightmare scenario of, okay, well, all the seats are gone. I guess I don't get a ticket. Totally. Easily could happen. Okay. Easily. I'm prepared for that. You know, That listen. sucks. How are they getting in is what I want to know. I want to know how how F11 and F12, I want to know how they got their seats specifically. I'd like you Those to walk up to right them there. with a camera, with your phone out when you go. <laughs> F, F12 and F11 and go, excuse yes. me. I would like to know what's going on. And these two nerds will look at you like, what the frick is this guy doing? I'd be like, hey, hey, I had these. (laughs) (laughs) These were mine, damn it. I picked them before you did. They just didn't let me have them, but they were mine. Yeah, so enjoy them. uh, So enjoy them. I'll be back up there in H. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Keep it, you better have an eye on the back of your head because I'll be watching you. You can say. Exactly, yes. And then the Marvel thing will start. All right. Flipping the little, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do that still. They still come. They kind of combine yeah. them now, right? It's like a flip, 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 and then, and then more realistic oh, looking comic right. and art. Then you're and then, zooming through the letters, backing your way through the letters. Yeah, of all the heroes and then it's on. film yep. people. And then it's actual like footage of the characters. Yeah. I really like how they have evolved. I do too. That. Like how that's kind of evolved. I like the DC one too with the uh, you know like here's Superman, like a little pose of mm-hmm. Superman, and then here's Batman throwing a batarang, and then here's Wonder Woman throwing a lasso. Woo! Yeah, that's pretty and, good. 
It's pretty good. Yeah. That's the best yeah. thing about the DC movies is that intro. Can I tell you the one I don't like? Yeah. It's the one, one of the opening, and I wish I could remember which one it is, but it's got a dude firing an arrow that is going through like three swinging targets that have a little hole. Oh, yeah. And, the and the arrow is going wrong. through all three holes perfectly. Yeah. There is some effed up perspective yeah. in that one, and it throws me out every single time. Like, God, how? why didn't somebody fix that? Somebody, somebody forgot. Fix that? Somebody forgot the, their, the rules of perspective they learned in high yes. school. That and, arrow, uh, the arrow looks like it's coming from a different angle, because you kind of see, instead of the arrow being straight on like it would normally be, you see the arrow way, way worse of an angle. Somebody than, uh, somebody in our chat's got to have a link to that intro. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody will have I'm that. a giant fan of that, though. When I was younger, I used to think, man, I could a job for me that would be cool. I remember mm-hmm. as like a teenager going, wouldn't it be cool to be the, one of those people that made those nifty pre-roll oh, yeah. things like the the Ridley Scott one, the Scott Free one? I love that one. Which is like that mm-hmm. weird looking dude that's like in the dark, it's like painted and then he runs away with a light and then yes. he flies into a yes. bird form or whatever. It's one of the coolest things ever ever made. And once in a while they'll do a shortened version of it and I get mad because I'm like, "No, you have <laughs> you, it's a piece of art. You don't shorten it. You play the whole thing." Right. Right. This is exactly. a Ridley Scott movie. This it's is- going to be three and a half hours anyway. You may as well put an extra two seconds on there, you bastard. You don't. You don't partially sign your name on some of your uh, artwork. You sign your whole damn name on your artwork. Right? Straight. Straight up true, Brian. There it is. What oh, you yeah, said. TSD Entertainment. So look at the way that arrow is sticking out of that last axe. I guess they're axes with a hole in them. I don't understand that either. I don't get but that. But the arrow clearly is not in the direction that it came from. That dude way behind all of those axes shooting it. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> up to the wrong <laughs> side here. It's, like, it's, it's the magic arrow back and to the left. Back, back and, to the, and left. to the left. Okay, so yeah. picking it up is cool. Firing it is cool. But then magical pull to the right. It's wrong. Yeah, it's bad. It's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. I agree. Mm-hmm. Thanks for finding that. Who was that? Epic Joe Guy Art? Thank you very much. Joe Guy Art. Epic fail. Uh... <laughs> Good job. Not you, Joe Guy. You're fine. You did great. <laughs> get it? Epic fail? Come yeah, on. Epi- oh, oh like I get it now. Like, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, it now. Yeah. Oh, that was good, and it went right over my head That's like an right. arrow. That's all right. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I let them go because people tweet me and say, oh, that one, you know, you snuck that one. You didn't think anyone noticed. And I'm like, yeah, I did. Sometimes but they sneak. I, used, yeah, they're sneaky, and, they're, they're, and they turn out to be comedy gold, but I just yeah. step over them because I'm not paying attention to the gold in front of me. You know, I'm looking at the dollar way over there. No, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) I've mixed my metaphors once again. Um, All right. Hey, uh, we got uh, some some emails here. One of these is a follow up to that um, fast food deal that we talked about yesterday. My registered complaint about, you know, combo meals being less expensive than a la carte versions of the same food. Right. Right. Uh, Aaron Fielder. He actually said this on Patreon. So I pulled it out of there. Uh, of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash TMS, if you were curious. It says, fast food combo pricing is a psychological trick. They determine that people will actually spend more money because they think they are saving money by buying a combo instead of just the hamburger and the fries. They are more likely to add extra cheese or additional meat patty or a dessert or upsell to a larger meal or milkshake instead of the soda. This sounds like a fascinating science segment for Bobby. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe. Uh, Bobby, I don't know if you ever want to dive into like uh, the psychology, psychology. Of, uh, sure. yeah, yeah. Because I but think yeah, he's right. I mean, that's 
Yeah. This shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, you know, they're certainly not saying, you know, let's do a combo meal because it's the nice thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's never going to be out of the kindness of their hearts that they're giving right, you. Exactly. You know, combo. we should do. We should really be nice to people and make it cheaper for them when they buy if they buy three things instead of just two. Yeah. But uh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> um, also got some updates uh, or somebody I, I asked for it and they were delivered uh, and yeah, I, I should have cool. reached out to Ken because I knew he was there but we have some we have a listener who's in Korea and he's there full time and knows a lot about Korean stuff didn't even think of it but thankfully he listened and wrote in uh, his name is Radar O'Reilly that's right he heard the choppers we were the choppers in the scenario <laughs> he says uh, hey Scott as you know I have been living in South Korea for 22 years and yes I have a tattoo but in Korea Tattoos will never stop you from getting into a bathhouse. Interesting. Mm. Tattoos will never stop you from getting into a bathhouse. In fact... They will in Japan, but not in Korea. Not in Korea, I guess. It says, in fact, tattoos are super popular now with the younger generation. Yes, tattoos are associated with organized crime. However, gang tattoos are the typical full back tats of huge-ass dragons and and tigers. So kind of the typical ones we see in like a Yakuza game or something. Yeah, yeah says, but making tattoo parlors illegal would do little to stop the activity because these gangsters' tattoos are all done in-house. Good point. It's not like they're scheduling appointments with legit places. Yes, uh, I'm a, a Yakuza hitman. I'd, I'd really like to have a giant dragon <laughs> on my back. How would you charge? Like, they're not going to do that. They do it in-house. No. They got some guy in there with a with a tattoo unit. There's a built-in guy. They have a guy already who yeah, does that. they yeah. have a guy. Yeah. So you don't sit there and go, well, let's see. It's between... The, the flaming pair of dice and the Yakuza dragon. The anchor that says mom. Yeah, uh, let's yeah. go with the Yakuza dragon. I'm yeah. thinking about joining. You have a, a koi fish or uh, <laughs> how about a dragon with like a bunch of language on it about killing everybody? How about that? Anyway, the reason tattoo parlors are illegal in Korea, he says, is because of a court ruling in the 90s. This was around the time eyebrow tattooing became popular in Korea. And, of course, there were lots of places that started to offer this service. This boom came with cheap, shady places that did them and caused infections and other complications. This prompted government action. According to Korean law, any procedure that breaks the skin, causes bleeding, and risks infection requires a, or, uh, requires a medical license. The Korean Supreme Court ruled that tattoos are a medical procedure, so tattoos are not illegal. Putting a tattoo on someone without a medical degree is illegal. I hope this answers your question. Love the show. So that's interesting. That makes great sense. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I I still feel like maybe what you would want to do is regulate tattoo. You can do regulation of the tattoo world in your country without forcing them uh, to be medical degree holders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can, mm-hmm. we do that here. You, you, you yeah. have rules yeah. you have to live by in tattoo parlors here. Licensing and stuff like that. Cleanliness yeah. checks and making sure and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's like restaurants and food checks. Same thing, you know? Yeah. Same Not idea. a full on medical professional, but you do have to have to know what you're doing and be certified and use clean stuff. Clean stuff. Always use clean stuff. Here's my favorite Always PS though, stuff. or this is a PS I really like. It says just useless trivia, but firefighters in Japan use to, uh, use to, Sorry, used to put tattoos all over their bodies. Getting these tattoo, tattoos displayed masculinity and courage. They also mm-hmm. believe the tattoos would form a spiritual protection from the flames uh, and other hazards while they're being firefighters. Uh, but on a more practical level, tattoos in various spots of their body would mean that they could ident- be identified if they died in a fire. Oh, it says in, in a fire, their face might not survive, but hopefully a small section of their body would not be burned. If a tattoo was on that spot, the firefighter could be identified. Do they uh, have tattoos in modern-day Japan? No. 
<laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> Smiley face. Oh, yeah. Big greeny face with a D. That's interesting. What a weird... It's, it just feels like such a uh, crapshoot to be like, all right, well, if I were to die in a fire and mm-hmm. if, <laughs> you know, most of my body was burned then at least this one spot if this is the one spot that's not burned at least they'll be able to identify yeah me. they'll be able to find me i always thought you just fall back on dental Morbid. records but you know i guess yeah, identifying right. stuff in general like i'm trying to think if i died what's identifiable besides my teeth uh i don't think i have anything i don't i got this weird mole on the top of my head up oh here. yeah right that's what you're just saying like uh you don't have a oh, a steel plate anywhere or mm. a um no, I have fake uh, eyes, but I think those would melt. <laughs> uh, not eyes, but lenses. Fake. They're just fake, fake lenses. I don't know if you would identify anybody by their lens anyway. Probably not. No, I think that would be that would melt before anything else. Uh, well, I don't know, but let's ask a real doctor. Oh, okay. Brian Dunaway, actual doctor. Hey, uh, what? Paging Paging Doctor Dunaway. Doctor Dunaway. What would you like to be identified? Or how they found your charred, burned body in a building, and your teeth were gone? How would they identify you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. (laughs) Um, They would identify me. They would identify me by, uh, uh, um, um, by. Let's see, not my dentals, no. Uh, my glasses, I suppose, oh, no. Okay. How yeah. about the expression on my face? Oh, they okay. would identify me by the expression on my face. Eek! It's hot in here. Yeah, eek! It's hot in here. Face. Oh, it must be Dunaway. <laughs> so it's Brian Dunaway. He's been missing for a week. Now we found him. He says, "Eek! Right. It's hot in here." Uh, all right, it's good to have you here, Take dude. Take uh, my clothes. Well, welcome to another I edition of. Uh, so hot, I want to play some tadpole feud. <laughs> we are definitely going to play tadpole feud. In fact, we have a listener right now. Let's find out who it is. Hi, who is this? Hey, it's Dwayne from St. Louis, also known as uh, Row Baby in the tadpole. Well, hello, Row Baby. I've seen yes. your name for years and years. You're, you've been around for a long time. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great today. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, well, welcome to the show. You're going to be our, our participant today after Brian explains how it works and what you could win. That's right. Put on your participants. Uh, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, uh... Matuba? Matuba, right? No, Vro Baby. Oh, who's Vro, Vro Baby? Why do I think? Oh, there we go, Vro Baby. Yeah. Uh, I was going to call you Seat F12. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. You well, got my I'm putting you in here so that I don't make that mistake. Again. Vro Baby, your, call, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you get a prize package. That includes Titan Quest Anniversary Edition. Oh, I love that. And game. that's great. This just sent to me in the mail yesterday. In the weirdest, most uh, uh, mysterious envelope ever, came from somebody named Hello Kitty Pez. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait, you, are you showing us something? Hold on a second. We get that screen. Okay. Yeah. I was oh, going to bring it up. Show it again. Here you go. Yeah. yeah let me see. Hello, see Hello Kitty see. Pez. Right yeah. There. Hello Kitty Pez. That, that, you know her, you love her. Yeah. That looks like right. a. Uh, yeah. There you go. All right. Yes. Uh, sent us the Suicide Squad Digital Edition. So oh, nice. you don't even have to be a subscriber to HBO Max. You can watch this on I'm movies anywhere, that code right now. Thanks for showing I know, it. I, yeah. I, did, I did just show it on, <laughs> on screen. I wonder if somebody... You moved it awful fast. I don't, I don't know if anybody could capture it. Maybe. It was real quick, so I think you're probably all right. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, I wish I knew who Hello Kitty Pez was, but we'll see. Like, see if anybody uh, uh, rips it off. Hopefully, somebody, like as soon as you win this, bro, baby. If you win it, like get it immediately. Yeah. Immediately, dude. <laughs> don't yeah. don't dude, wait. Hesitate. Yeah. Log in. Right. Stat. Uh, all right. Yes. Well, awesome. These are great prizes. By the way, that yeah. that uh, collector or the uh, sorry, the ultimate Titan edition, Quest? whatever it's called, Titan Quest, one of the great Diablo likes of all time. Oh, a really? very good okay. game. Yeah, real, real good. Anyway, real good. All right, mm-hmm. all right let's do this then. Okay. Oh, boy, this is a good one. Put your hands on your buzzards. Uh-huh. Uh, we asked the tadpole. Now it's like I have to make sure I say buzzards. I like now. I'm trained to say bu- back to uh, back. Re- to relabel that buzzard a buzzard. I should. Yeah, I should. should. Uh, we asked the tadpole. Five hundred thirty-three of them responded to this. What's your favorite one-hit wonder? Got. Um. Uh. Lean on me. <laughs> oh, that's good. It doesn't. Lean it may not by, count because uh, it's a cover. I thought you was gonna you know, flounder around a lot longer than that. I know it's. You're, a, talking, you're talking the. You've got to be talking the Club Nouveau. Yes, version, the right? Club right, Nouveau right, version, right. not the not the earlier one that they covered. Yep. All right. Damn it. Brian, wide open board. Yeah, <laughs> I do really like that one. That one takes me back to talking about too. this because we listened to that all the time when we were closing. I hate that song. Ugh. Yeah, uh, I well, I'll go with the one I heard this morning because I don't know what else they sang, but yeah. I was listening to some Tainted Love. Mm. I've heard a lot of yeah. covers of Tainted Love, and this is a cover I heard, but I can't recall who originally sang it. So, is it a one-hit wonder? Well, I don't know. Let's, let's hmm. see. Show me Tainted Love. Oh, oh it's on Jeez, there. So long. Took such a long time to come up. One. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the original version was by Gloria Jones. Uh, Soft Cell did the cover that we all know and love, but uh, Gloria Jones um, did the the a very original version. Uh, Do we uh, know her from something else? Like uh, uh, we know her as the uh, woman who was driving the car that killed Mark Bolin. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> from from the band T-Rex. That's about all, all else we know about. Uh, right. That's gnarly. Uh, yeah, it is. It's still gnarly. Okay. Well, all right, yeah. then. That means, uh, Brian, it's it's you and Vro Baby here uh, running right. the show. Baby! Yeah. So, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you thinking? You got, you got oh, something? Well, you got to go with uh, something about, you know, never going to give you up. Oh, there you go. Never going to let you down. Never going to give you up. Never, Never going to let down. you down. I always think he has more songs that were popular, and maybe one or Is two. Is it on but... the board? Yeah, or what not? did he... Uh, he did have another song. Together forever and ever. That's right. But nobody That's thinks of that. Nobody thinks that. And they shouldn't if they do. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't think of any Together of this. Together forever but... we two. <laughs> and as you know, Show me that other Rick Rolly song. <laughs> oh, number four. Nicely done. Look at that. Bro baby coming in hot with number four. Look at that. Yeah. I want to say, oh, I'm, I'm afraid because I know of a lot of one hit wonders. I listen to them all the time. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love because they're just, they're usually the catchiest ones, right? Mm. And it's like, be, how did they would... get that one magic song? Yeah, this would be a really difficult one for me because knowing my favorite one-hit wonders, but what people yeah. would say are the popular one-hit wonders is a is a very yeah. tough distinction. Yeah. And once again, I have another one. Unless you and uh, do you want to go with another one, or do you want me to throw one in there? 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, baby. All right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Four Nine Blondes. What's up? What's up? And thank you for calling it What's Up and not What's Going On? What's Going On? I want a huge box of CDs from 99.5 The Mountain because I uh, they have one of these little song scrambles and a little snippet of it was What's Up by Four Non Blondes. And everybody kept calling and going, What's Going On by Four Non Blondes? And they get all the other ones right. And then I called in and said, What's Up by Four Non Blondes? It did get me mad. No, it made me happy because I got a big box of CDs. Oh, that's good. You and, won. Nicely yeah, done. I will. Yeah. So, all right, show me what's up, what's Four Non Blondes. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, that was in the in the list. It was number twenty nine in the list. So, all right, yeah, totally, it's, a, totally. it's a popular one, but not popular enough to make uh, right. The cut. I'm going with Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, that's oh, a good oh, one. Oh, oh, Bahamas. Yeah, good the one. Bahamas. Yeah. All right. Show me the Bahaman. The Bahaman. <laughs> Let the dogs out. <laughs> oh, come on! Really? Oh, I know, I know. Oh, oh, I thought he was onto something. I was thinking about uh, Mambo number five immediately after, and I'm a little scared. Yeah. Oh, wow, you're already jumping in. You don't even want to ask Bro Baby you know, if he has... Oh, yeah, Bro Baby, what do you think? <laughs> um, We can we go with that one. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. All right. Is it... It's Lou Vega. Lou, it's Lou Vega, Lou, right? Lou Vega with a B. Lou Vega. Lou Vega. Well, that's what, that's what happens when you only have one hit wonder. <laughs> Originally <laughs> by Perez Prado. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know that either. Yeah, Lou Vega just basically took the song by Perez Prado and threw lyrics on it and oh. made it a new song. Weird. Uh, show me Mambo number five. Uh, oh, oh, I know. This is, this is hard, hard man. This is going to be. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Well, there's just so many. I mean, every year there's a one-hit wonder. I mean, like 10, 20, right? Yeah. Yeah, but these are all, I mean, look at this. If I look at this list, it's like, yeah, of course these are the ones people would pick. They're very, you know, these are the upper echelon of one-hit wonders. These are going to annoy us when we hear them. That's what's going to happen. They're going to annoy you when you guys hear them. Yeah. Mambo number five, that thing, they still play that every freaking year. Lean on me. And I I forgot to tell you, that was number... Mama number five was number fifteen in the list. People did okay. say that one. They just, they just uh, didn't say it high. They didn't say it high enough. <laughs> yeah, they didn't say it high enough. Of course. All right, I'm gonna go with. Um, let's swing over to some. Oh, that's dangerous, though. Let me think for a second. Uh, whatever. I'll go with my gut. Let's do some rap. Uh, let's let's get Vanilla oh. Ice out here. Uh, Vanilla Ooh, Ice. Ooh, uh, that's nice. His uh, his his one thing his ice ice baby song that one his ice ice baby forget that zero ice, get with ice, the hero baby. yeah forget uh, that. all right the pressure get with the hero <laughs> it's Show so me. bad those lyrics suck they're so bad yes Ugh. stop collaborate and listen uh show me ice ice baby Uh, i wanted to give it to you it's number 11 it was just outside the list it was such a good one Uh, i've i've totally lost my mind what do you think you got anything over there how about mickey Ooh, mickey you're so fine you're so that's a big one that's a big one uh, a big this one. this is going to depend on how xy the chat is <laughs> if they're not a lot of uh, yeah. gen xers who remember their youth you might be screwed but we'll see uh, right all right show that's me a, that's a good, one, though. good guess yeah, go. good, good answer right. good answer show me uh tony basil's mickey also a cover by the way 
everything is. Feels like, oh, God. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm so, I'm like, I was trying to figure out, there was no real good way to like, give you hints on these, but. Uh, can I get an extra X? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know if I can. I think it'll automatically, I can reset the buzzer. Um. I mean, we just got so many in our heads, right? I, I mean, I've you got a what? million. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you guys, uh, do we have time for... Well, they for... don't lose. I mean, they will, they'll they oh, win do. by default if I don't get enough points, right? That's true, true, yeah. Because I, yeah. I still have an don't. X. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you want to do it? Well, I'm going to let... Let's, no, let's, 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 let's let you let's, play this let's out, baby. Yeah, let's let, let Ro Baby get the, the gift. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Well, that's fine with me. Yeah, either way, I'm fine with that. take your guess, and let's see where you end up. All right, let's go with... Uh, um, <laughs> my brain. I I know this is not his number one, his only hit. He had many hits along with his band and himself. Oh, no. But oh, I, re- no. I my brain keeps saying, "Say, uh, I got my mind set on what? you." But what's? <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. Have to be. It doesn't have to be true. It just has to be the tadpole thing. It's true. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh, too geez. sexy for my shirt. That that guy. Oh, that's oh yeah, right. Said Fred. Yeah. yeah. All right. I just said that one. Show me, uh, right? Said Fred, I'm too sexy. Damn it. Oh my god, number 12, I believe. Yeah, I've uh, given up crazy. on life. I don't know. Who's oh no, what. I'm too sexy was way further down, wasn't it? Um, golly, where is it? I know a lot shirt. of people, I thought a lot of people said it, but maybe not. Too sexy for my oh, shirt. Bad. Something it hurts. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I tell you what, I've been listening to a lot lately. The uh, the acoustic version of oh, "Take on Me," even though. Oh, take I w- I say, on yeah, me. I wouldn't say "Aha" was a one hit wonder though, but that's that that's so far outpaces everything else they have. That oh, no was. doubt. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of yeah. like I mean, they, um, you know that was their big hit. The um, the sun always shines on TV was a minor hit, but I don't think it right. I don't think it broke through enough or the theme to um, the living daylights. Uh, yeah. You should have said that. Uh, take oh. on me. The number one answer. Also from, I think that same year was our number two, which was uh, from Dexie's midnight runners. Yes. Come, come on, on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Yeah, I had that on my head. Is, is Frankie's is relax on there. Did, uh... uh it's not surprising oh, actually nobody nobody said relax which surprised really? me really yeah i think um two tribes was enough of a hit that that yeah. frankie goes to hollywood wasn't considered one hit yeah longer. they're a little bit like uh, uh shout from uh tears for fears tears they had for other fears, great kind songs of, yeah. but it just it was yeah. one of those songs that once again just kind of outpaced everything and i don't know i don't know what's going on but you know what zoomers really are into take on me they freaking love yeah. that song yeah i don't yeah. know why they're all like recreating the video on TikTok, making like weird Dude, sketchy the acoustic videos. Version is, it's because it's a great awesome. song. It is from a pretty a great good band song. that really should have uh, had a bigger wonders. success. But their, but yeah. their first hit was such a, such a big hit, and not, uh, you know, didn't show enough depth that people were like, oh, I'm going to see what else these guys have. It was just like, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. I know what okay. screwed them. Their stupid name. It's a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Name. It is because it's lowercase. It's got a hyphen in it. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's, it's a bad it idea. Is, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, your number three answer. Uh, I'm going to the '90s for this one. Mm. You get knocked down. You oh. get back up again. Sub- it's tub thumping by Chumbawamba. Yes. Uh, didn't they have one other one? Uh, well, I mean, the whole, whole they, album. But a lot they, of them probably did. Once again, this is what uh, they the might have had something thinks. in the UK. That was that was the only thing that right. 
they did in the U.S. Uh, Fair enough. So I'm, I'm, I thought about that too. I was like, "What about Tone Loke's Wild Thing?" And I'm like, "Well, he did have the funky cold Medina." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Would anybody remember that?" And I'm like, "I don't know." That's a one. That's go, a two hit wonder. If, if you <laughs> right. see him in concert, he does those two songs twice. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he starts his show with them and he ends yeah. his show with them. And then I was that's thinking awesome. MC Hammer. I'm like, uh, but you know, there was a couple. There was yeah, a couple. Yeah, 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 just to Prey make was, it today. was big. Too yeah. legit to Prey. quit. Pray. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, how about the men without hats? Oh, uh, I love them. Dancing. They ever do anything uh, else? Was, that was it. That was the big one. They did. They had a hit with Pop Goes the World, but I don't think it yeah. was big in the U.S. Um, they're still putting out music, and I've actually seen them in in like <clears throat> oldies concerts. I like a band who had a one-hit wonder that continues to make albums in 2022, and they were, yeah. their one-hit wonder was in the 80s. You I think that's great. Yep. Yeah, it you is. don't have Absolutely. to have hit songs to be a band. No, nope. exactly. You don't have to. And there's not and there's enough music. of a following for uh, Men Without Hats that they'll still sell yeah. albums or still sell yeah. streams and downloads and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, this number seven is is technically not even really a song from a real band. It was oh. from a, a movie, but that that movie was about a one hit wonder band called The Wonders. The uh, that thing oh, you do, the Oneaters. God. That's yeah. a that's a deep that's a snake pull. eating a thing. I would have never deep cut. That's such yeah. a great song. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that song at all. Yeah. There's no wonder uh, why it was a hit. See, <laughs> yes, it's no wonder, no yeah, oneeder yeah. why yeah. it was a hit. Uh, number eight is uh, one that's near and dear to our hearts because when we did our 500th episode, uh, J.K. Grammer led a group to re-record a version of this song. If it was, I think it was J.K. Grammer. Oh, yeah. The Proclaimers, "I'm Gonna Be 500 oh, Miles." 500 miles. 500. More. They got a couple other decent. They did. Yeah. But that's a big one. Uh, Bobby Boris Pickett, also not a real person. Uh, well, maybe oh. Bobby Boris Pickett is, but but uh, his nickname <laughs> Boris was not real because he did that for the Monster Mash. Oh, oh that's a really smash. good one. Yeah, it I'm surprised Mickey didn't get it earlier though. That was a really good guess. Yeah. Mickey was a really good Great guess. Baby. Yeah. Baby. That's how you know, uh, by the way, if a song is good if it catches on in a flash. That's how you know. <laughs> yeah. Would that song have lasted as long if it wasn't tied to a, a holiday, right? It's like one right. of our only Halloween uh, pop songs. It's the only one I can yeah. think of. Yeah. I can't think of any yeah. others. I mean, yeah. is there anything else? I don't think so. I mean, uh, Purple People Eater, kind of, you know, you hear that yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, and, yeah, and you hear the Nightmare Before Monster, Christmas album and stuff like a that. Thriller but. by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Thriller's it. very Halloween y. That's true. Yeah. Uh, our last one. Uh, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> well, not zombie, but Barbie. Uh, Barbie Girl uh, by Barbie Girl. That piece of crap out of your head for the next uh, few <laughs> right. I know. I feel like you can do it easily though. Just glance at any one of these other ones, and you'll be back to having that in your head. So totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. Use this list to like, uh, I don't know, change your mind on things. Like you're like, oh man, yeah, or, I, I can't or stop if thinking you need that. To get, uh, if you need to get something out of your head, just think of one of these ten. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Think good. Think tub, th- tub thumping. It'll get you every time. Uh, well, right. well done uh, well, that's there, good, guys. That's good for Row Baby, though. That's for sure. Yeah, you won. Yeah. Uh, Row Baby, how do you feel about your, your massive win? Boot, boot. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, It'll you'll work. you'll take that to the bank. Fantastic. We'll send you these uh, codes, but you got to email Brian Coverville at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, he'll send you that physical thing. So 
He'll probably be asking for your address, but we can promise you. No, it's not a physical oh. thing. It's 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 a piece of paper. Oh, you're just going to show him the so code gonna, and all that. I'm gonna, I probably will just take a yeah, I'll scan it. it or... the screen. <laughs> he waved it. He's fine. He waved it. It's fine. <laughs> I did. I waved it on purpose that time. Because I, didn't want to... I don't think anybody can scan that thing if it's being waved. By the way, we would have heard already if some if this worked for people. So I think we're good. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, exactly. You did, you did so, fine. Yeah, just, just an email address of Rowbaby to uh, covervillageemail.com and I will get you these prizes. Congratulations once again, sir. Yeah. And we hope you play again. All right. There goes Ro Baby. Here's yeah. the deal with Brian Dunaway. He and I do a show called uh, the the play, the play retro. retro show. Yeah, it's called Play Retro. <laughs> and uh, we play a lot of retro games and we talk about them and talk about the history of them and the impact of them and that sort of stuff. And uh, this week, normally it's on Tuesday. Today it's today. Or this time it's today. Yeah, uh, today is I, Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. I had to shift some stuff around. So it's tonight, oh. 3.30 oh, cool. Mountain Time. Uh, this week only, we'll be doing uh, an episode of Play Retro. So, like, literally right after DTNS ends, I run over to this and we do this. So, be there for that. We're talking about uh, King's Quest, the early early King's Quest games. Mm-hmm. And the bigger picture there is, you know, do adventure games, uh, point-and-click adventure games, do they even exist without something like King's Quest? And I think there's a strong argument they don't. So Yeah, there's, uh, a, yeah, there's, there's an argument to be had, and we're going to have it. We're going to have that argument. Today, <laughs> three thirty Mountain TV, and if you can't watch it live, the podcast, of course, is wherever you get your podcasts, all over the place, and uh, it's free. So go get it. You're using Spotify? That's fine. It's right there. It's right there on Spotify. You got that horrible Google Podcast player that always breaks on me? It's on there too. So go and do what you got to do. Everything in between, it's available. Hey, Brian Dunaway, anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I uh, play those video games nightly at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So come in, tune in. I've been playing King's Quest like crazy. What are we playing next, Scott? I think we might be playing some four-player 90s arcade action games. Yeah, baby. Up next. So if you tune in anytime this week after today, 6 p.m. Eastern time, on my Twitch channel, yeah. You'll probably see me play it. The think, Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles, maybe? Simpsons? Yeah. Think, I don't know. Think uh, mm, uh, Battletoads. Think um, uh, if we, we'll, we'll dip into some console versions, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time for the SNES is mm-hmm, one of the greatest mm-hmm. four-player co-op side-scrolling brawlers ever made. Uh, but we'll get into all that and more on our next episode after this one. All right. Hey, Brian, kiss our butts. No, see you. you later. <laughs> okay. Brian goes off into the ether. I never even did tell you some of these other ones that made it into the list, but uh, My Sharona, 99 Luft Balloons, Hooked on a Feeling, Spirit in the Sky, No Rain, Bittersweet Symphony, Teenage Dirtbag. It's a good one. Oh, I love you know, that one. There though. were a couple a couple of like a few 90s ones, but for the most part, these all settled well into the 80s. Yeah. Um, even Blur's song number two made it in there. So woo-hoo! they said, woohoo. Yeah, it's good. It must have been a '90s action movie trailer uh, when we last right. heard that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it was. We asked. We asked uh, 533 tadpoolers and 11 movie trailers what their favorite one hit wonder was. <laughs> nice. And, uh, we uh, Kim and I were just talking about this because uh, what was the song? Now I can't remember what we what we talked about. There was something that that's like this. Oh really? Ah. It's being used a lot now. Yeah, and we just talked Add about to it. The Bone by George Thorogood, or uh... gosh, dang it, I don't remember what it was. We just had this conversation, and so the fact that this was today's topic is pretty funny because we were just saying it. But now I don't remember what we said. Mm. It was good though. I can tell you that. Me and my wife had a real laugh. <laughs> if I remember it, I'll tell you. All right, here's this, everybody. It's time for some quick news brought to you by. 
by America's Next Top Podcaster. Hey, it's on the feed right now. Episode zero, meet the contestants and hear what we give them for their first challenge. You can visit America's Next Top Podcaster or if you've got in your uh, your your podcast catcher, your downcast, your overcast, your pocket cast, your uh, iTunes or your Apple podcast app, which I think is just now called the Apple podcast app. It'll be right in there for you. Episode zero, season four, America's Next Top Podcaster. Very nice. Uh, real quick here. I remember now. So Kim and I saw, oh, yeah, Kim and I saw the... Um, uh, uh, Triangle Man. I can't think of the band all of a sudden. Oh, they might be giants. They might be giants. Jeez. Yes. We saw They Might Be Giants in concert not too many years ago here in Salt Lake at the depot, and it was great. But they refused, even though people in the audience were chanting it at one point, they refused to play um, the Malcolm bird, in the Middle thing? Bird, no, the Birdhouse in Your Soul thing. Oh, really? Oh, well, They refused let's... to play it, and our best guess was... Because even they would on stage, they're like, yeah, we're not playing that. And then they'd move on to do other stuff. And they, and they played everything oh, else. I know. Isn't that weird? I really felt like, are they, do they think that's their one hit wonder? Or, or oh, that it's John too close to one? John, what are you thinking? Yeah, it annoyed me. I, I wanted to hear it. That would annoy me too. I feel like, uh, like that's a, that's something you don't do as an artist, right? Like if your crowd is demanding to hear something. Yeah. So I yelled and I know out, Radiohead, not, not, Radiohead won't do creep in concert. Oh, they, really? They same thing, man. They, they probably, hated that song. Probably yeah. same thing, yeah. This too, when something yeah. gets too big, everybody wants to avoid it. But I say, you know, I, I yelled out, uh, not to put too fine a point on it, <laughs> play the song. I said, they didn't nice, do it. Nicely done. They didn't do it. Uh, yeah, uh, Jonathan Colton recorded that at the uh, Coverville 500 concert. His cover of that song, and uh, nice. It's great. He even he even accidentally says Wakapiku uh, at the very end of it, and uh, it's magic. We should all say Wakapiku at the end of things. Wakapiku. Waka yep. Always walk your piku. <laughs> all right. Look at this here. We got a horrible story uh, to start uh -huh. the news off today. A Southwest Airlines passenger. It's already a bit of a cattle car, but uh, whatever. They're better than they used to be. Uh, I like Southwest. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like the go on and pick your seats, but I've never, I've never had an issue where it's like, oh, I'm stuck in this crap seat. You know, it's I've always been able to get a seat that I that I'm comfortable in that I want. So take take this for what it's worth, and it's probably not worth yeah. much. But yeah, I've always had the impression that. Only children have an advantage. Only children. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, that's, yeah. I see what you mean. I thought you meant... Not like, just kids. <laughs> like, specifically, children have the advantage, but you mean only children have only, the advantage. Only, like, right, people born don't have, with just yeah. you. Like, you were the, you're an only child, right? I am an only child, yeah. And I know a number of others. I was not. There were six of us. Mm -hmm. I feel like, for some reason, there's an advantage there to... To the to the idea that let's say you got to go visit yeah. a relative and you're the only one going, and you're on a cattle car type deal where you got to wait for a number to come up and then you're just lucky to get whatever seat you get. I feel like for some reason that's that lands easier for an only child who is not constantly competing with the five other kids. Well, than it would for for me. I, I again completely based on nothing. It's just an impression. I have. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Southwest before they. Uh, before they let the B people on, right? So first you get your A people and they have everybody in numbers, assigned numbers. So it's like, all right, A one through 30 on this side, A 31 through 60 on this other side. They let those guys go. And then they say, all right, parents with small children. Mm -hmm. And then, so those guys all get in so that they can get 
groups of seats together and, and that sort of thing. And you know, Southwest doesn't have the seats, those horrible seats that face each other anymore. No, they got rid of that. Thank God. Yeah, yeah that's... we used to we used to have to do a kind of a commuter flight back and forth to Idaho for a company I worked for, and so we were always uh-huh. back and forth from Boise, and the oh. it was always in those facing each other seats. They were t- uh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> you know, what's, what's worse than sitting next to somebody who doesn't bring a magazine on the flight and just stares forward the whole time is facing them. Yeah, <laughs> facing them and having your knees touch because I'm a tall guy. It sucks. <laughs> It's a right, horrible yeah. arrangement. Yeah. I can't believe they well, ever did that. Well, th- I can think of one thing worse on a flight, and we're about to read it. Yeah, that's true. Good point. South uh, Southwest Airlines passenger arrested for masturbating. <laughs> not just once, not twice. Four times during the flight. Four times. Man. Four separate times. Did he even know. have time to eat, eat his pretzels and peanuts? I yeah. mean... <laughs> nah, no kidding. Uh, man on Southwest Airlines flight from Phoenix, or sorry, from Seattle to Phoenix is facing several federal charges for pulling down his pants and masturbating. This isn't just like I'm wearing some loose, uh, um, you know, like uh, sweatpants or something and and going to town with those. This isn't like somebody fiddly diddly in the corner and nobody can watch him. (laughs) He's going like, you know, full on exposure here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Let's see. He did this four times in front of a female passenger uh, beginning shortly after takeoff according to a criminal complaint first obtained by the Daily Beast. Antonio Sherrod McGarity. Mm. I don't trust any of those names. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not uh, you know, biased or anything, but you no. put all three of those names together is weird stuff. You get a on. serial killer name is what uh, you get. Uh, McGarity is, sounds like, uh, you know, Raylan Givens was going after him. Yeah, or something like that. Wasn't there a McGarity yeah. in uh, Friday Night Lights? Yeah, there was a Mag- a guy uh, named McGarity, or G- maybe it was just Garrity. Just Garrity? Yeah, I think you're right. The actor uh, that owned the, or the actor, the actor that played the guy that owned all the the local um, car lots. And was, yes, like, had a bunch right. Of money. And and his uh, daughter was what's her face? Uh, uh, oh, uh, Min- Minka Kelly's Min- character. Minka Kelly. Yes, right. Yes. Who, by the yeah, way, Gar- Garrity. She yeah. was in uh, Euphoria and still a stunning woman. She's beautiful. Yeah. By the way, she's the daughter of uh, not uh, okay. So Aerosmith, she's not, the actual daughter of somebody, not Aerosmith lead man. But who's the guitar guy? Oh, um, Joe Perry. Joe Perry's daughter is Minka Kelly. Get the hell out of here! Really? Yeah, yeah. So both of those two dudes have two very successful actor daughters. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, Rick Dufay from oh. Uh, Aerosmith. Oh, I don't know which one. Uh, whoever's name. Yeah. Yeah. But, but an Aerosmith guy. Another, another Aerosmith guy, yes. Yeah. The Aerosmith guys have a have a history of okay. making wonderful young actor daughters. Well done, okay. guys. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Rhythm, uh, uh, rhythm guitar, lead guitar from 1981 and 1984. Rick Dufay. There you go. Uh, parent of Minka Kelly. Yeah. You never would know uh, from, I mean, look. Uh, Aerosmith, They're, they they did it in an elevator, is my understanding. <laughs> and as a result, two great daughters. Good job. Do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you think she's friends with Liv Tyler, or do you think? I there's don't know. Some... I mean, I you'd you'd think that the I'm sure the bandmates never talk, especially the one who's gone. Yeah, yeah. So would the daughters go out of their way to be like, "You guys suck. We're gonna be friends." I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Hmm. And by the way, yeah, Garrity was the uh, character name. Uh, she was Lila Garrity, and I'm trying to find... Oh, what's his name? I'm going to guess it here. Uh, 
Yeah, so uh, you can get it before I find uh, find in the cast Jim, list. Jim Garrity, John Garrity, G- G- Gary Garrity. Nope, that wouldn't be it. Go! <laughs> uh, oh, I just don't know it. Br- uh, uh, Russell oh, Garrity? He's, well, he's, not the, he's not in the main group. I have to go further down. Recur- Buddy Garrity. Buddy! Buddy! Ah! Bradley Lindas. Buddy Garrity. That guy's a great actor. He is. Very good. Yeah. I like him in lots yeah. of stuff. All right, moving on. Oh, anyway, so he did this. Oh, yeah, he was in Silverado. And Silverado's awesome. Never forget. Never surrender. Uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) What was I saying? Oh, anyway, uh, let's see. Antonio, uh, he was arrested. Officers of the Phoenix Police Department and Southwest Flight uh, people, uh, the the air marshal guy, they all landed in the Sky Harbor uh, airport on Saturday. And according to the complaint, he told cops he didn't do anything wrong and, in fact, thought it was kind of kinky. <laughs> it wasn't me, but it was kind of kinky. It's kind of kinky. Like that's going to help you. I don't understand that. Right? Yeah. Um, I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, jeez. Garrett exposed his ween ween by pulling down his pants and shorts and began uh, doing the doodah there. When the female seated next to him noticed the lewd behavior, lewd, uh, she began taking pictures of McGarrity. Not in the way you're thinking. Uh, when he <laughs> when he fell asleep, to too. it says when he fell asleep after masturbating for roughly an hour. I don't know if that means roughly for an hour or for roughly an hour. Probably or or he, or he slept very roughly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that his waking time was pretty rough too. <laughs> uh, nothing about this guy's good. Um, the female passenger told crew member about what she had witnessed and was allowed to move to another seat. Well, I hope that's the least you get, lady. You should be able to move Jeez. seats and also get free yeah, drinks and uh, free flights. You should get to pick whatever seat you want on the next five Southwest flights yeah, you go on. I agree, hundred percent. And that guy should have to pay for it from jail. All right, that's it for today's he can news. Do all the masturbating he wants. That's right, four or more is what he likes. Okay, uh, there's your story, and that's your news. We're going to take a break when we return. One Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe, will be joining us for an episode of Recommendals. Tom Merritt is out this morning with an appointment, uh, but he's fine. He'll be back next week, so don't worry about that. But anyway, we'll yeah. be back with that shortly. Brian, play a song before we go. I'll happily do that. Now, tell me what you think. If I were to say, oh, a Turkish rock band, do you think what do you think they would sound like? Oh. Like uh, weird instruments or strange accents or like... Uh, you know, a, a, a weird sort of sound to them or something like that. I'm going to guess, uh, oh, kind of, uh, grungy with a kind of an odd accent. Uh, well, that's the best that's I got closer to what you're going to get. Yeah. Alternative rock band. Boy, is this, uh, not having to do anything with our last story bits and pockets, uh, brand have a brand new song and video called halfway through an episode. This is going to be coming out on their debut EP, which comes out April 29th via MMY records. Their debut EP is called the bits. You'll find the song <laughs> halfway through an episode. Here's bits in pockets. Out of the city, waiting for a drink. Waiting for the time, sitting next to me, straight whiskey. Won't listen to the words before you try to make it a curse. That I had such a falling around the neck. Sitting to a right just when I sit on the left. I'm slurring all my words so she kisses goodbye. But the pub is closing soon and I'll be smoking outside. And she says, He went home tonight. So do you want me to stay? And I say, Even though you tried to make sense, you won't be.
episode of a show you tried to watch but never kept it on Maybe I just gotta hurry home So I'm slowly walking through with compassion She's never gonna stop for hit a cop She'll find another man through her lashes She's never gonna stop Kids will never grow Surely lost my pride so I'll take it home on a piece of bread. That's what I'm having for lunch. I heard, I heard the burp. The Morning Stream, Space Rock. <laughs> All right, we're back, everybody. Uh, that song, please tell me about it again. Sure, it's called Bits in Pockets. Or, sorry, the band is Bits in Pockets. Halfway through an episode from the upcoming EP, The Bits, which is coming out April 29th. Check Very. it out. Very nice. That sounds yeah. great to me. Good, good stuff. All right, uh, adding Randy, although he's showing us offline, so this will be fun. Hmm. I don't know if he's actually here, but we're going to find out. It says he's currently in World of Warcraft. Randy, is that true? Are you in it's World always, of Warcraft? Always right now? in World of Warcraft. Are you just always in World of Warcraft? Hello, Randy. Randy, you muted. I think you might be muted. Randy, he's blinking, but no speaky. Oh, Randy, are you out on the lanai? Are you on the lanai, Randy? Yeah, are you, on- <laughs> are you up there? Are you under a palm tree, Randy? Are you drinking <laughs> you have, a pineapple drink, Randy? You got a fancy drink with a little umbrella coming out. Cone of coffee, Randy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I heard something. I did too. Yeah. Say something. <laughs> oh, there he is. You heard good morning, morning. Trey. Good morning, heard- morning. Hi, Randy. How, how are here. you? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot to play this. Okay, there you go. There's your theme. Hey, look who it is. It's Randy. He's joining us yeah. from Hawaii where he's still on vacation and still, you know, deciding that it might be fun to hang out with us for a part of it. Uh, aloha. And it, yeah, that was my, that was my Bluetooth headset deciding, oh, I'm, mm. I could be in the party here. Yeah. Why not? Got that, got that turned off. No it worries. gets so it flaky. Like I did that. I had the Bluetooth going when I did the fish sandwich face off thing. And, uh, um, like once I disconnected the Bluetooth, everything sounded so much better, and it, I couldn't explain it. It was so weird. I still but, don't know why it was I, that way. Yeah, yeah. That, I just want to. I want to catch up with you on the subject of objectivity versus what you like. Go for because it. Because <laughs> okay. I love. I love that you ask the tadpole. Hey, name something that you like. Oh, that's sure. gonna That's going to get engagement. That's going to get people to say things. But objectively, 
the biggest one-hit wonders are things we don't like. Mm. For example, mm. achy, breaky heart. Mm. By far one of the biggest one-hit wonders. It it spawned a career for a child that wasn't even born yet. That song, <laughs> right? It like kind of did, yeah. Wouldn't yeah, we have a Miley if we didn't have an achy, breaky? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I went to see I went to see a band based on a one-hit wonder about 20 years ago. And I mean I mean it's a towering one-hit wonder. A song that you can't ima- you can't imagine this band has other songs. I went and saw them live. They were incredible. They're from the south of France. So okay. everything they sing is in like Spanish, French. So I I didn't know anything I was hearing. And it was all new to me, except their very last song they played, which was Bomboleo by the Gypsy Kings. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, Bomboleo by the Gypsy Kings should have been number one on your one hit, global one hit oh, wonders, come right? On. Over Take On Me or Come On Eileen or... No, uh, no, right, because you asked what you like, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's not, I mean, some band from the south of France... <laughs> You're not going to uh, vote for that. Yeah, but nobody <laughs> likes half of that list we saw. I think a lot of those were just like, well, I shouldn't say nobody <laughs> likes them, but you they're, know. you know, those lists are based on popularity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yep. even if you don't like it, if you if you knew it off the top of your head or you were in the top 3 uh choices or whatever, that says something about the song. We may yeah, hate yeah, it, but yeah. it doesn't Aiky mean Break you would have been a big hit if people didn't like to line dance drunk at weddings. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. And we also yeah. have the opposite, which is as an individual where you irrationally dislike something that everybody else right. likes. Because for me, everybody else likes it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. For me, that that one hit wonder is the song Werewolves of London. I hate that's oh, werewolves of London. Scott, hang, hang up on, hang, hang up on, hang <laughs> up on right this now. You don't, I, you don't be smirch Warren Zevon in my presence, my friend. I, thank you. I don't even know the guy's name because that <laughs> that song is so. There's something. Irra- it's irrational. It's absolutely irrational, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like I saw I saw someone post on Facebook the other day that they hate Tim- Timothee Chalamet, and I'm just like, oh, that's an irrational thing for that one person. I like that I mean? Timothee Chalamet. I like him. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, I like that his name rhymes if you say it the right way. Yeah, instead yeah. Of Tim- Timothee Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think Timothee he's Timothee uh, Chalamet. It's he's like, he's uh, got yeah. some chops. That guy'll be around. He's a little, you know, he's he a little he bit of a weirdo, but whatever. They yeah. all are. They're Maybe all weird. He needs to put a shirt on. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe wear, my, uh, you know, clothes. Uh, Whatever. My, no, no uh, my, um, what's, oh gosh, there's a one hit wonder that my wife hates. Um, uh, uh, bro. It's uh, some something in the sky. It's oh, the Spirit in the Sky Spirit by Norman Reedus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Spirit song is in the sky. So the one that we've heard all the time in the eighties was the one that was the cover of another Doctor one, right? and the Medics. Yeah, Doctor yeah. and the Medics. That's it. That's the one I. That's the only one I was familiar with until actually I think until I met you and you played other covers the and then original? mentioned that it yeah. was from an original. I was like, what? Like yeah. Tainted Love. I yeah. didn't know that till you told us. But so. the uh, man, the Doctor and the Medics cover, I feel, is such a it is such a carbon copy of the original that uh, it was one of those. You know, why'd you do it, or why'd you do it like that? You yeah. Know? Why'd you bother? Yeah. Maybe they're just of course, new generation. Of course, as I've learned, if you if you are a person like my wife who hates a song like that, like Spirit in the Sky, oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be hearing it all the time. Mm, yeah. It's gonna get yeah. once you hate something all of a sudden yeah. it's it's uh, like noticing that the other checkout line moves faster kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I honestly I never heard of Warren Zevon until his episode of Arliss. Uh he was on he was on the, the show Arliss. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh and, and like they played the song. 
And yeah. I was just like, I don't know who this is. I've never heard this. And then for the rest of my life, I hear that song all the time. It's, it's kind of why I hate Kid Rock. It's one of the reasons I don't like Kid Rock is because of him taking Werewolves of London, Sweet Home Alabama, <laughs> and then just right. throwing new lyrics on them. I mean, yeah. is that, you know, come on. Yeah. I also I'm also fascinated by the concept of two hit wonders because I think like that's a that's way harder to do. You well, know? Sure. Oh yeah. Like, well, uh, you to, know. To, to, to I think if both. one hit wonders could have a second hit, they'd be really happy it's about like, it. It's like the <laughs> right. the but outfield, it's, it's, left field, outfield. The outfield's outfield. got like two songs that are epically memorable, and then the rest of it's oh. pretty good. Like, and there's Wait, and there's the another band besides uh, your love. Uh, so you got. God. Is yeah, that the one? the one? Yeah. That's All right. And then, there, and then the other one is, yeah. um, uh, since you've been gone. Oh, that's really good. I love those guys. <laughs> my, my best possible example of a two hit wonder is the band Mr. Mr. Because, <laughs> because mm. not only were there two hits, really big hits, but yeah. those two songs, you can run them together. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Though, they, you know, they, it's like uh, take these broken wings, Carrie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those two. So- oh, I feel man. the same way about Night Ranger, but I, yeah. I'm probably the only one. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are like, "Oh, Night Ranger's awesome." Shut up, Brian. And yeah, I'm kind of with you though. They're not. They're okay. They're fine. I could, I could talk about this forever, yeah. but I also have something. Oh, uh, good. You got recommendals. Hey, so let's do, uh, let's do that. Yeah, let's watch recommendals. Cool. So um, we got right. a, we got some stuff here, Brian. You. You always start first, and I see you've got two this week. What do you uh, What do you want to do here? I've got a movie and a series, so we're going to start with the movie for this one. All right, here you go. Monsieur Poirot, I hope you can forgive my hijacking your holiday. Couldn't let you miss the fun. It is an honor, and it is convenient to my own plans. Although travel by water does not naturally agree with me. Oh, I could tell you. Well, I should not tell you, actually. But I suspect you... Perhaps may have included me for reasons other than the fun. I wish we'd gone home, like you said. <sighs> I don't feel safe here. Not me, not Simon, even with Jackie gone. But you're among friends. When you have money, no one is ever really your friend. Now I'm remembering old jealousies and fights. And it takes a pill to get to sleep. I don't feel safe with any of them. I hoped you might watch for us. Sounds like French people. Uh, it's sort of, yeah. Hercule Poirot is uh, the, the person you barely hear in that thing. That's uh, Kenneth Branagh as the fictional detective created by Agatha Christie for Death on the Nile, the oh. sequel to Murder oh. on the Orient Express. Wow, there's uh, already some strong opinions in the chat about how they think it's terrible. It's it's listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and say, oh no, it's great. It's 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 better than average. You know what? It's um it's if you need something, just kind of put on and eh, let your mind wander for a little while. It's there are far worse things you could watch. I know that I, sounds like the worst thing to say for a recommendal, but I think it's worth it's worth seeing. You're fitting into a track for recommendals for me that is very specific, and that is I am I am looking around at things to watch, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. thinking would would Scott or Brian tell me? 
that this is the good Russell brand and not the bad <laughs> Russell brand, right? Define, because that's, that's so, all I need. That's all uh, I need. Forgetting I, Sarah Marshall, that would be good or bad, bad Russell brand? 100% good. Like okay. the best oh, okay. Russell brand. Right okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're not, I don't think you're going to get You barely, I mean, Russell brand is in this and, uh, you know, you recognize him and say, oh, that's Russell brand, but but barely like he's super clean cut. There's none of that whole kind of stinky Russell brandiness of him open <laughs> or, or, or uh, happening. You know what, you know what I mean, right? Like, am, are you telling he me doesn't look like this? he smells like, nor like Russell brand usually looks like, <laughs> yeah. are you telling me watch this and I'm not going to hate it because of this person? That's what I'm asking. Oh yeah. You, no, no, you absolutely won't hate it. Um, okay. You won't hate Thank it because you. of any, any person. Um, you'll, you'll at first say, oh, is that, is that, uh, Margot Robbie? No, it looks like Margot Robbie's a uh, little sister, but it's, it's not, it's, uh, uh, who is that? Emma Mackey, I believe is her name. And you know her from sex education. She's the love interest of the main character who gives the sex advice and is, uh, Jillian, Jillian Anderson's, uh, son. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. His girlfriend that he really likes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like her. Maeve. No. She's great. And in this, it's like, at first you're thinking, oh, I didn't know Margot Robbie was in this. But, uh, <laughs> That's not her. So, so hold uh, on a second. Is it like, um, this is a follow-up to the train one. It uh, is. Murder on the Orient Express. And, and you've got and a big, you know, just like in that one, you've got a cavalcade of stars. You've got Annette Benning, uh, Gal Gadot, who you heard in that uh, that clip there, Army Hammer. Um uh, Jennifer Saunders and uh, Don French, so French and Saunders from um, uh, Absolutely Fabulous, like the British comedy pair playing a couple or a couple of people in this, but are you know not funny not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a weird. So thing wait, Army Hammer. Okay. I thought Army Hammer was banned for putting his wiener somewhere it wasn't supposed to go or something. Didn't he get in trouble? I didn't know he was in uh, movies anymore. I thought he he's allowed done. to put it on the Nile. Apparently, he's allowed to. <laughs> oh he's allowed to, to do movies now that uh, they're you know if they're shot in Egypt, then you can do that. So did so did this land better than the previous one? Is the previous one better? I still haven't seen either. So curious. Um, I think they're actually pretty close to on par with each other, and I'd say I'd give them both like a a C plus B minus kind of thing. They're they're worth seeing. And um, you get some some great performances by some people you really like. Letitia Wright from Black Panther is also in this. Um, they're not, you know, it's not going to be um, uh, the best mystery that you've ever seen, best mystery movie you've ever seen. But this is the, these are the movies that if we didn't have the originals, or the original books, we wouldn't have Murder by Death or Clue or... Or things like that. It's um, you know, these all kind of owe a lot to, to uh, or I'm sorry, those movies all kind of owe a lot to uh, Agatha Christie and and Murder on the Orient Express and uh, Death on the Nile. Mm. Um, it's good. I'd, I'd say it's good, and I'd say it's worth seeing. It's uh, my my second recommendal might be a little bit higher on the list, but um, but uh, we enjoyed this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So a good, a good, nice sit down, watch it kind of deal. <laughs> Yeah, and I've never seen the Peter Houston. No, Houstonov, the original version uh, of Death on the Nile. There was a '70s one. That yeah, people are talking about in the chat room, and I'm trying to. Who was in that one? That was was that Houstonov? I'm looking it up right here. Yeah, 1978. Peter Houstonov, Death on the Nile. Yep, there you go. He was he was Perot in that. He was her her Hercule Poirot. Yes, um, had a much yeah. better, had a much less silly looking mustache. Than- 
<laughs> Kenneth Branagh I had in this one. And my favorite named actor in the history of the world. So Mia Farrell's in that, but also Simon McCorkendale. That guy's in there. That's a great Ooh. name. McCorkendale. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but the original also has Maggie Smith, Angela Lansbury, Betty Davis, Mia Farrow, David Niven. Yeah. Like, George Kennedy. Yeah. He was cool. I like that George guy. George Kennedy from the <laughs> from yeah. the police uh, squad uh, movies. Jackie Warden or Jack Warden, rather. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's probably um, pretty anyway. good. It's well regarded. I don't, you know, this new one, I just kept hearing nasty things about it, so I didn't rush to see it, but. Yeah. So uh, I'd okay. say it's. It doesn't deserve it doesn't deserve any hate. It's it's good. Um it's uh it's good. It's a it's a you know, like you said, a B minus C plus kind of movie. <laughs> okay. I love that. I'm just gonna hold that phrase for a while. Yeah. <laughs> the morning stream. It it's doesn't good. deserve any it hate. It doesn't deserve it doesn't any. deserve any hate. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Put that on my gravestone. Uh, all right, yeah. excellent. Next one, we got a TV series, yeah? Oh, I will tell you this. There are very few subtitles in uh, Death on the Night. Oh, well, Scott, then so. I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> that will not hold me back at all. All right, here's your TV show. This is one I'm, yeah. I started watching, so I'm very curious to hear what you say at the end of it. So here we yeah. go. We're looking for an artist. Someone who can restore a recently acquired collection of damaged videotapes. Well, what kind of damage? Fire damage. Smoke, soot, water. The fragment you digitized as part of the collection. The fire at the Visser building, right? That's right. In any case, the contents of the tapes would need to be kept confidential for legal purposes. The fee would be $100,000. Well. There's just one hitch. Because the materials are so fragile, they can't be moved. So you'd be doing the work at our remote research facility in the Catskills. It's beautiful up there. Not a bad place to be all alone. Right. Uh... Before you say no, Dan, here's why. I think you're our guy. Creating this archive, putting this puzzle together, finding out what happened at the Visser, well, it would mean the world to everyone who lost someone in that fire. And I know you have a special understanding of a situation like that. Okay. So you're yeah. telling me that one of my favorite podcasts was made into a TV show. <laughs> is that what this know. is? I honestly did not. It's true. Know. I didn't know. Oh, really? You like the uh, the podcast Archive 81? Yes. I never oh, knew it. Gosh, I didn't. Yeah. This is the first time hearing that that was a thing. I had no idea. I didn't find out as a podcast until I did some deep diving into it after I started watching it. So mm. yeah, sure enough, Archive 81, uh, based on a podcast. Um, I don't know how long the podcast lasted, but sadly... I'm going to preface this whole thing by saying uh, Archive 81 just recently within uh, the last couple of weeks was canceled. So we're not going to get a season two. Oh. And I'm going to tell you that while the storyline uh, comes to somewhat of a conclusion, it doesn't tie up all the loose ends, um, but it ties up enough to where you can justify it as a black mirror episode kind of ending okay, okay. well the, the podcast went uh three seasons what it, you know oh, wow. what, what's a season of a podcast anymore yeah, it's just the beginning mean? and ending of a, of a story right mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's right. it's 35 episodes yeah they did 10 okay. episodes per season there was a they have something called left of the dial which is like extra stuff and that was an mm. extra three episodes a podcast about the podcast probably <laughs> maybe maybe but that but uh i never even heard of this until today yeah so we had somebody who recommended this to us and said oh yeah if you like this and this and this other thing you'd like archive 81 and uh so you and i both started watching it um i so it 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 uh starts out 
it started out for me strong. I know it wavered a little bit for you. Yeah. For me, it wavered a little bit in the um, the next to last episode. And it does that thing that so many of these shows do these days, which is the second to last episode is going to be a weird flashback that doesn't have any of the characters you love from the other episodes, but it's going to kind of help explain everything that's going on. Mm. I want to say like uh, mm. Haunting of Hill House and... Um, uh, the the other things that guy has done kind of do that. Um, Midnight Mass, that kind of stuff. Midnight Mass, that's the other one I was really of, yeah. Midnight Mass. I love Midnight didn't Mass. Didn't that do a? I, I loved it, but didn't it do that thing where I didn't? And I'm not saying that those faltered in the second to last episode, but they all did that thing where they do a flashback episode for the next. Oh to last yeah, yeah, episode. yeah. They all. Yeah. Eh. I feel like yeah, that's just know. standard for the genre now. I don't now. remember Midnight Mass doing that. I I I think that can be really egregious. So I'm I'm kind of. Surprise. I think it could be done yeah. right. Um, I'm, but I'm also one of those people that thinks the Fly episode of Breaking Bad is good. Yeah, and everyone else is annoyed <laughs> by this one-off weird thing where they don't actually progress most of the story. But I actually really like. I, there's a word for it. Yeah. We've talked about this before. There's a name for those episodes. It's like uh, mm-hmm. shit, whatever it is. But yeah, I'd, I'm I'm a fan of that sort of thing. But I, my my thing. So the, what wavered for me in the beginning of this, I think, was a comparison I was making immediately to what both the emailer had told us it was like, but also what I had just finished watching. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, if you like devs, if you like brand new cherry flavor, you like these weird kind of things, boy, you really like this." And I had just finished brand new cherry flavor, and this is mm-hmm. not to those standards. Like it's not I as good as that. Absolutely agree. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 good. I can't it's imagine. Fine. I can't but, imagine that it would be because this is. I mean, this is not, this is a straight horror story, right? Like it's, it's, it's a thriller. It's a supernatural thriller. There's some, there's some horror elements. I'd say that, um, it's a little less horror than the, uh, like ha- uh, haunting of Hill house and midnight mass and stuff like that. But it's, but it's in that more in that vein, I'd say than it is the, uh, devs kind of thing yeah I'd, that was my I'd, impression I'd, as well yeah and yeah. it's definitely and, and you know it's because... it's misleading because everyone says oh found footage but it's not really it, not in a, the traditional sense not of in found the footage. not in the um <laughs> yeah not in the blair witch <laughs> project yeah. kind of it's kind of like the it's it's based on the concept of fictitious footage that's found well basically. not so, just that but what i mean is like if you're watching blair witch like brian alluded to it's it mm-hmm. you know that is like everything's about this old video and yeah. the whole story is being told through people taping their experience. And then we found that footage. This is actors acting out scenes, doing things who are right. now working on some found footage right. themselves. Right. But exactly. it's, it's really a bad label. I don't think it should be called that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, uh, but look, so just to kind of recap what the, the, um, the yeah. intro told us. So the story is about a guy who's hired to go up to a, a secluded private residence in the Catskills and uh, restore some video footage that was recovered from a fire of this, uh, this apartment building in New York. And he's a he's skilled at this. He can take stuff apart and take the tape out and clean the tape and do all these things to kind of restore the tape, which blows my mind that, you know, I would think that the, the magnetic tape inside a case would melt way before the outside of the case would. But yeah. he's able to he's able to do this. And through this, he gets to watch this this um sort of documentary uh study that this woman is creating about this apartment building and the people inside it and she's got kind of an ulterior motive for doing this that we find out uh an episode or two in but uh 
uh, it is um, it, it kind of goes from there. And there's, like I said, a demon supernatural kind of element to this that uh, a cult that uh, uh, gets uncovered. Um, the ending, although isn't you know is is technically the ending of the series. Uh, the season ending is satisfying for the most part. Like I said, I would have liked, I definitely would have liked a second season of this to kind of explore an, uh, uh, another character's further journey sure. uh, in here. Mm-hmm. But you do get kind of, like I said, kind of like a Black Mirror episode. If you think of it as like a Black Mirror, like what's going to happen now, roll credits, then uh, <laughs> then it's a very satisfying ending. Uh, that's a that's good what, way of looking at it. That's what I would say like about that. the best uh, fictional podcasts that are out there. They're, they're audio versions of Black Mirror. And uh, like, that's really, uh, you know, that's really what I, I, I like to see. I like to find, you know, yeah. listen to, uh, more because, you know, Charlie Booker, man, he's not, he's in no rush. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is I think it's a very hard medium, uh, dramatic podcast yeah. content or in radio. It doesn't matter. Like anywhere where anybody's doing like acted out drama on a podcast. I think that's freaking hard and yeah. to make it yeah. come sound right and be right and all that. Like even the best audiobooks often when they're when they're done that way where they've got multiple actors and things, even those you're just like, well, it's not quite the same as seeing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, when everyone can anyone can pull that off, and it sounds like Archive eighty one did because it was it does by yeah. all accounts very popular. I just never heard of it. The uh, the main character is a little bit of a connection to a previous recommendal that both uh, Nicole and I did uh, for the TV show Cake. That weird short form, yeah, uh, animated but sometimes not animated anthology thing. Oh, the yeah. main uh, character is played by Mamadou Athi, who is uh, um, he was the the main character in the. Oh, what were they called? No, Jerome. No, oh, Jerome. No, like all the. It was a live action segmented thing that you'd get multiple parts of in cake. That was that weird talking tree thing. There was a tree in that. (laughs) I remember this. Yes. So, uh, and he's great. He's a great main character to have in this. As far as everybody else, there's, you know, a lot of people you're like, oh, I think I know something about, like I've seen her maybe. Um, Dina Shihabi is the uh, main actress, Melody Pendress. Oh, we know her from some stuff. Um, I thought we did, and I and I didn't look back to see Jack if, uh, Ryan. I th- oh, I don't know if you guys saw oh, that. She was I saw she Jack was in Ryan. the uh, oh Altered Carbon. And, oh, okay. Uh, Dare, one episode of Daredevil. Yeah. Um, once I saw that her eyes don't line up, I couldn't <laughs> unsee that. And I know that's a me thing. This but is once Dina, I saw that, yeah. Dina Shihabi, you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. Her yeah. eyes don't line up. No. That's yeah. Funny. Go look at her IMDb. They don't line up. And look, <laughs> you know, I none none of us are purely symmetri- symmetrical. No, I know exactly. that. But... I know, Claire. I know. I'm not a. And I don't. I think she's beautiful. Don't you know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong at all. But uh, this is like Brian it's... and Chins. It's the same deal. It's fine. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like Brian and Chins. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, no, no, no one's woman. eyes will be more higher or lower than each other than Shannon Doherty. So this is still pretty. <laughs> Shannon Doherty raises and lowers the yes. bar at the same time. Yes, and yes. I hope she beats her cancer. She's awesome. All right, anyway, moving yes, on. absolutely. Yes, I won't be biased. <laughs> but anyway, Archive 81, uh, well, I should have said. So Archive 81 on Netflix and uh, Death on the Nile on HBO Max. Very nice. Here's mine. Uh, it's a documentary. It's on Netflix. And I just, 
I was hoping to finish it before the show. I didn't quite, mm-hmm. but uh, I think I've seen enough to make a recommendation. So here you go. I went to uh, dinner last night. Pure food and wine. It's all raw food. Nothing is cooked. Oh. At the next table, it's a super hot blonde. Then it turned out she was the owner of the place. I started nine years ago, and people didn't really understand this whole vegan thing. We've been growing steadily year after year. Sarma was the raw vegan queen. Okay. It's short, but it's uh, mm. bad vegan. It's Fame. a show where they, everybody tells you they're a vegan. <laughs> where they, all bad vegans just tell you they're vegans. Well, and she does a little of that too. But bad vegan, fame, fraud, fugitives. Uh, those are all words in the title. Uh, this is a series on Netflix. It's part of their, you know, it's one of these true crime things Netflix does. You'd know the filmmakers from their uh, Fire Festival doc that was so good. Um, what was sure, that just called? Yeah. Fire? Mm-hmm. Fire? Oh yeah, right. Well, they there just, were two of them, but let's assume it was the better one. Yeah, the better was it one. The one where we find out what it takes to get a case of water delivered to uh, the fire festival. I think so. It was one of those. It was the one on Netflix, and I think that was the better one. The Hulu yeah, one was fine too. Was, it was just like yeah. more talking and less actual footage on the ground. But anyway, they make really they're good at it. They're good documentarians, and turns out they made another one that I think is quite good and fascinating. Uh, this bad vegan thing is about this lady who, uh, in the early two thousands. Uh, early to mid, well, almost, I guess 2010, it would have been about the heyday for this. But anyway, she was somebody who was planning on going into into finance. Uh, she had just graduated college and was, she was super stoked about all this stuff. And then eventually people talked her into doing her passion, which was food. So her and a fellow restauranteur in New York, this is the short version of it, started a restaurant uh, that is all raw food and uh, wine, specialty wines. And it took off like crazy like celebrities loved it you'd see alec baldwin there every day and there's a big part of alec baldwin stuff in this story he's kind of weird but anyway uh (laughs) it's all about this this restaurant and how it was going and stuff until she met somebody via words with friends oh weird and this guy speaking of alec baldwin (laughs) yeah and this guy turned out to be a complete and utter psycho like, I don't know uh, if I've ever, okay. they have all these like phone calls that he didn't know were being recorded of him. I have never heard anybody quite so manipulative and so abusive in my entire life. Horrible human being. Wow. She got her hook, line and sinker into this relationship. It all ended up with her on the run at one point. So she was actually, you know, on the lam uh, for, for fraud. That wasn't actually her fault. Uh, her employees all did a big walkout. This is all happening about 2015 or so. She eventually did get arrested. She's in this documentary, basically telling her end of things. It is fascinating. I didn't expect to like it. It's really good. It has almost nothing to do with veganism, like nothing hmm. other than okay. other than she for a while there was like in all the food magazines and all the interviews on daytime television. They were all talking to this lady because she had this raw food idea and was going to take over the world. It was huge in New York and. They were going to put restaurants in Japan and England and all these other places. F- just a you know fascinating story about that side of it, but that's all the veganism you're going to get. There's nothing else to that. Um, okay. Fascinating story. Totally recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's it's an original. Just came out there this year, but I I couldn't tell you when. A couple months ago, I think. And uh, it's it's like six six episodes. I'm four in. And so I don't know how things are going to end up, but it's really fascinating and uh, really well made. I can t- I always just tell a documentary that has more to say than just dramatic music and bad reenactments. Yeah. And this is one of those where they go they, they're very careful about that stuff. And they you know, they're not just trying to shove something down your throat. Apparently, toward the end, there's a phone call that is really earth shattering that she recorded. 
that's kind of controversial now because the, I guess there was some coordination between her and the documentary filmmakers to get the call made. Um, it doesn't change its impact, I guess, but some people question whether the, the filmmaker should have anything to do with anything anyone's doing other than just documenting. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to get there and see what the hell's going on. Um, but yeah, check it out. Bad Vegan, Fame, Fraud, and Fugitives. <laughs> Available on Netflix now. All right, Randy. I've been holding to this one since uh, forever. What do you got here for April 6th? Hello. I've got oh. a big red bar in Discord as well. Oh, that's no good. Let's oh. see what we, we got. We still hear here. you. If, that's if, you're, if you're hearing me, we hear uh, you. It's a you know, mm-hmm. it's a TV show yeah. that I really like. Okay. And I hope there's more of it. All right, let's play it and see what we got. Really fills the space, doesn't it? Yeah, it's fine. Now, where was I? I'm um, being a pirate captain. Ah, yes. Now, every pirate captain captains pirates differently. Traditionally, piracy is a culture of abuse. Floggings, keel haulings. And my thought is, why? And also, what if it weren't like that? For example, if your average pirate doesn't steal, he doesn't eat. That's a lot of mental pressure. So, I pay my crew a salary. Same wage every week, no matter what. Of course, it took them a while to come round to the idea. But I've included some amenities on the ship that I think will please them. Rec Center. Oh, what is your game? State of the art ensuite. Non humans. The ballroom. <laughs> so this is Murray and Hodor go to go to. Uh... <laughs> Float in a low ocean, right? That's the that's so the hanging show. out with fla- with fake uh, Hitler. Yes, yeah. fake Hitler. This, this this is our flag means death, yeah. and it is as you heard a comical documentary style. Uh, it, it it's uh, it reminded me initially very very much of Norseman, mm. um, only so much better. It's so much better. There's you know there's lots of shows out there that try to that try to you know be the office on a space station or the 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 uh you know the office at a park ranger camp in the grand canyon this is <laughs> this is uh you know this is a, a pirate ship this is um a a british uh lower noble uh in in the caribbean who just decides eh, i want to i want to captain a pirate ship gets a bunch of random people people on it yeah. and to that sail for adventure nice. and uh it is it is really funny and it's 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 really well crafted that's the the main thing they uh, you know it's it's not a, a show that goes by the seat of its pants it's got a story to tell do you uh it feels like taika watiti has a plan to get all the genres done so you know he gets in there with his vampires <laughs> and gets the what we do in the shadows and it's amazing and now he's got this pirate thing ninja movie next or ninja show next he's got his uh, reservation yeah. dogs it, thing uh i i i don't really feel like taika waititi's hand is on this oh he, really really he's yeah, like showrunner he, creator he on definitely this thing. shows up He's he's like I main he's so. he's main dude. Yeah, I thought he oh, was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Our flag means um, flag. Yeah, our flag means death. It was created by a guy named David Jenkins, and uh, Taika Waititi does show up in a in a guest role. And I I mean he may be in the producers list, but I just didn't I didn't feel like this is just what we do in the shadows or pirates. This is it is it is 
uh, quite a bit different. It just has a, a different sensibility. And um, oh, it, you're right. Producer. He's a producer. You're right. Totally. Yeah. right. It, wow. It's yep. um, uh, like I say, it's it's a little challenging. Um, if you don't like this kind of thing a lot, you're going to freaking hate this because it captures every trope that has been uh, established from Christopher Guest all the way to Amy Poehler. Like it, it captures all of that. And it's got a, it's got a big helping of Monty Python, but it, you know, if you do like that kind of thing, this is, uh, this is as good as it gets. They really know what they're doing. With I like show. everything you just described. So I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. This is one we we're, we're for sure watching. It was just a matter of like, when are we sitting down to do it? So uh, yeah, yeah. and I love I love that HBO made this happen because they, they you know um, the ability of a studio to throw ten million dollars <laughs> you know at a random uh, the office are pirates project <laughs> is crazy <laughs> that that happens that yeah. that can happen yeah. and uh, I think they I think they really hit a home run here that's awesome uh, I I'm totally down to see this. We, I was supposed to interview uh, Christian was going to come on and do an interview for some show uh, talking about this, but then I guess this exploded like after critics got a hold of it and everyone loved it, they amped up or tripled the like pressers and like the visit, you know, doing the interviews and all that stuff. So he just went poof. There was like no getting him on anything. Oh, wow. Well, and let's, uh, let's set expectations. Uh, you don't watch this show for Christian. Man. Oh, I assume not. You know how, He's just like a you, side you, character. You right? know how you don't watch you don't watch Mythic Quest for Danny Pudi? <laughs> this is the same thing. He is so underused. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, he's Christian Aaron is barely in this show, and that's fine. It's it's not, you know, it's not his. Uh, right. I just, yeah, I wish they, I wish they had known how much I want to see more of him. Yeah, sure. He's just a, you know, he's a giant dude who can be your good background giant dude. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's right. a, there's some really cool surprises. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about anything past the first scene because uh, all sorts of interesting character development takes place in the first few episodes. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, it is uh, already on my watch list. We're going to definitely watch this. If you, uh, missed any of this stuff? Don't worry. Someone will post it somewhere. Randy's on vacation somewhere. He's not doing that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I've got it on. Um, putting it on uh, quicktms.li right now. Yep. So go get it there. Quicktms.li. Yeah, that's right. Dot lie doesn't mean it's not true not though. <laughs> uh, Randy, I hope you're having a great time. Uh, I know you'll be. I guess you get home this week, right? End of this. Week? Uh, yeah, a few days. I I just uh, it it has been so so good. I I mean. It, every day, every day has just been so good. I'm I'm melting into the landscape. I'm <laughs> like today we're we're about to go uh, we're about to go get in some kayaks and paddle up the Hanalei River, and I may never return. Yeah, so why it was would you? Nice why would you? you? You should stay there. Oh it was gosh. nice knowing you. Stay Thank there. You. When I'm there, you can have us over. But other than that, yeah, escape. Be done. Live there. I you like can that. Be so <laughs> jelly. Yeah, I'm very jelly. All right, man. We'll see you later. Bye now. Okay. Well, you know, that was great, but you know what's even greater? (laughs) What's that? That we accomplished yet another show today. We We did did it. We did. I would like to share a weird email, though, toward the end of the show here. If you'd like to send your own weird emails in, that email address is a simple one, themorningstream at gmail.com. This is from, I'll just read it as I got it. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yes. (laughs) Hi. It says, hi, my name is Tooth. Like teeth. Okay. My name is Tooth. Do you think my name is weird? Thank you. Sincerely, Tooth. 
Yes. I I didn't reply. Next, next email. I, I don't even know what to say. Like what what is what is this? And who are you? And why did you send this? And was it just to get me to read it? Because maybe they that's what they did. Yeah. Maybe they were just it like, worked. oh, I know what I'll get Scott to do. He'll read this for sure if I leave this weird thing about my name being Tooth. Right. But you know what? It may be weird to us, but we'll never ever forget it. Uh, no. You know, we may not be able to always remember a Mike or a Matt or a or a Joe or a John, but we'll always remember Tooth. Uh, Retlaw in the chat says that person is ten. Maybe I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe we, I'm huh. sure we have some young listeners who would think it's, you know, this is this is like your is your refrigerator running kind of prank call or whatever. They're just sure, sure. They're just trying to find their way. They're workshopping their humor. <laughs> this is this is going to be in their in their tight ten yeah. when they get up on stage in front of the hot lights. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. uh, thank you, Tooth, if that is your real name. I hope you grow up and birth a child named Chip. Oh, that'd be great. Little Chip Tooth. Yeah. Yeah. What was his last name, though? Is like Tooth. Chip, son of Tooth. (laughs) I hope it's Tooth, letter E for middle name. Tooth Uh E Grin. Last name Grin. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So Chip, Chippy Grin. (laughs) Uh, That doesn't work as well. Tooth D K. Yeah. Tooth D K is even better. All right. There you go. Send your emails, themorningstream at gmail.com. Support us if you can at patreon.com slash TMS because, man, the lights need to stay on. How do we keep them on? Well, it's through you and your good graces at patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS. And now, presenting a song from Brian Ibbett. What are we going out on? That's right. You guys all keep the lights on. This light right here, right here in front of me that makes my hand glow. It's because you guys keep it on. Uh, All right. Jeff Wright wrote in and said, Dear Sprocket and Bicycle, I've been listening to y'all for a little over 10 years now. I'm turning 50 on April 6th. Happy birthday. And I can't think of a better present than y'all playing a song for me on my birthday. If possible, how about a cover of Under Pressure? It's one of my all-time favorite songs. I don't know if either of you or the rest of the folks that are part of Frog Pants will ever fully know just how much what you do means to your listeners. You've given us a community we all need. Thank you for that. Love the show, though, and keep doing the Lord's work. Signed, Jeff Wright. Nice. Aww. I was hoping he would tell us if he if he's upset about the use of Under Pressure in the Ice Tea song. Or the, sorry, the Vanilla oh, Ice song. The- the doom, doom, he, did, doom, he changed doom, it, doom. Scott. You know, Queens goes dun 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 dun, but his goes dun 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 dun. dun. Oh, he added a dun in there. Yeah, he added oh, a dun. In there. Well, yeah. then it's so, fine. Then yeah. well done. Yeah. You know what? I will give well, him props. Well for, done. <laughs> yeah, well done. I will give him one prop. Okay, the other day he put up a picture on Instagram where he was in a convenience store. And he had vanilla ice. Did wait, yes. wait, you follow vanilla, vanilla ice, ice on Instagram? Yes, and he's on. He's holding two bags of ice that you get at a convenience store. <laughs> and then next to that is okay. a lady was in there with a baby in a stroller. So it was literally okay. ice, ice, baby, and him holding them. That's that, pretty great. That's great. All right, that yeah. one that does get props. Absolutely, I think he redeems that's his better entire than career. Anything he released in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better than any song, any album, anything else he ever did. So good job, Vanilla Van ice. Winkle. What is this? What is his name? Something Van Winkle. Uh, yeah, it's really a dumb name. Like yeah, cheat, cheat the system, Winkle. I don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway. All right, well, let's get to this cover under pressure. Uh, so I already love the band Keen. Um, Oh yeah, King's Oxley, great. Uh, uh, chief uh, piano player, uh, pianist on that band, and songwriter. He's great. Uh, they put out some incredible music, and they did a cover of "Under Pressure" that they released, and was really, really good. I almost played that one, but then I said, "Oh wait!" Then they got together. Keen got together with Rhythms Del Mundo. <laughs> 
this band that puts this amazing Latin kind of beat and flavor to everything they do. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden we've got, we've got, we don't talk about Freddie uh, going on here. Yeah. This is uh, rhythms del mundo featuring keen and a cover of queen and David Bowie's under pressure. See you guys tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Hello, YouTube.